You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. to sneeze and loosen your butt. Plugs, they go inside your butt. <laughs> um, there's a song. Oh, maybe I plugs can do it on. in your butt. Yeah. Plugs in your Disgusting. I don't know that why was we did that. Gold. We could write jingles. If we replace all of that with some type of cereal, that gold. Yeah. We can are, make a lot of money. <laughs> are we rolling? We've been rolling. That's oh my god. So <laughs> hi everybody. We just improvised um a song about um plugs and um plugs and in your butt. Plugs. Okay, so that's a great way to start the episode because because <laughs> when I think of Tyler M. Jones, I think butt plug. Um, hi. hi. What's going on, friend? Nothing. How are you? Great. Um, folks at home, Taylor and I did. Uh, we met doing Groundhog Day together. Groundhog Day. Oh God. Is it a squirrel? Is it a beaver? Yeah. Is it uh, both? Not quite either. Oh, that was my line. Why that did I have a problem line. learning? I get to say my line. No, you had another <laughs> line. Greetings, greetings. Would, but didn't you do it like differently? Every night, which made me so happy. I think you began to give us, um, like, a task of some sort. like Or, like, we had a backstory that, like, no one else knew because it was just across Like across you guys the stage. were in a fight. Every like time, Like, you yeah. and Ray were a couple walking in, t- and so one day you would be in a fight with Ray, and it'd be like, greetings, greetings. Yeah. Or, like, the next day, like, you just had, like, sex in the yeah. backseat. Like, or like if, or sometimes it's like, oh, Ray's a robot. Like then we just got really, <laughs> like, it was like we <laughs> really turned it into whatever we oh, could. Oh gosh. And we did really filthy things to that fake groundhog Aww. puppet, that poor. It's kind of scary. It was because yeah. it was like half taxidermy, half puppet, but <gasps> not taxidermy. It like, had to be life-like. So it was, just, it was or very Or maybe weird. parts of it weren't. It, it was the whole time and they just didn't tell us. I don't <laughs> know. It was always, and I was the one who had to fucking hold it. And you then did. we had the one that started to smell really bad. <gasps> oh my gosh. Do you remember yes. that? Whereas like, like did, did you get like a cartel <laughs> to design this for you? Like, what is this? One of the lifelike. But uh, anyway, I'm super excited to have you on the show, not only because I love you and you're amazing and Head Over Heels changed so many lives and was so fucking good. Just like the prom. Dude, our shows got fucked. Yeah, mine a little bit harder than yours. Yours a lot harder (laughs) just because you guys started soon. Yeah, we started so soon. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, but... Just suck. But it's being done everywhere. It's being now. done everywhere, like, which everywhere. is the most amazing thing. Yeah, that's the most rewarding bit of it all, I think. But also, you created I, it. That's very weird. And you and Bonnie 
took this town by storm. I miss it so much. I learned so much sharing the stage with her. She is just so consistent and never robotic. It makes no sense to me, and it's just the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Yeah, totally. Well, I feel like you're the same way. Like, you're always there. You're always in the moment. You're always so fun. Um, Thank you. And your fucking voice is incredible, and you just, like, give real acting, and it's like... And that show's heightened, so it was, like, real heightened acting that's real. And it was, like... It was delicious. That's the part I forget about it, that it was in verse. Like, I forget we did that. It was in verse. And so when I think about other people out there doing that, I was like, oh, that's right. Like, that's a hard show to do. It's, yeah. That's not easy. But, no. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. my God. No, I was obsessed. But I'm also obsessed with Rachel York and uh, oh Jeremy Kushner. <gasps> I've been Ugh. in love with Jeremy since Footloose. Me too. Oh, my God. I remember uh, back when, like, before AOL maybe – um, I like got to look him up in a library because I was like, who is Ren in Footloose? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I love you. Footloose was the third musical I ever did. Really? Yeah. And so, and it was by the time that I was like, oh, I like these. And turns out I'm like kind of good at them. You know, who when you're like, you? you can be rusty. everyone. Oh, let's hear it for the best. Yeah. And I was so excited. And my two best friends got to be like Erlene and what were the other ones? <laughs> I don't know their names. And so we three of us would like go home and practice our harmonies. Yeah. So we were obsessed with that album. Like I know that album so well. I will say, and um, you know, I I kind of feel bad saying this because I guess technically it's talking shit. But learning to be silent. <laughs> learning to be silent. silent. Yeah. Silence can be deadly. <laughs> Hush, why? Well, you Quiet. skip all the parents. You know, like, you well, not all of them. I like the preacher stuff, but it's uh, when I met Jeremy for the first time, just because I'm an idiot. And I think I might have scared him a little bit. I was like, learning to be silent. Hush, why? And, um, Anyway, um, yeah. But they both are really great role models because those voices have stayed right. They sound so great, both of them. And they had hard singing tracks in that show. I mean, they were singing and belting and riffing across from each other. Well, did you see uh, the Superstar revival when Joshi got got hurt and uh, Jeremy was like Judas for forever? He was unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Ah, Oh, my gosh. That's so great. It was amazing. I can't wait. He's back at Lincoln Center now. And what, whatever what is he doing? Oh, he's do. doing a James Lapine show. Jimmy Lapine. Joel. Um, Joel? Sure. 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 Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. But uh, I'm really, really, really excited because you're going to be my princess for a week. Yes, I am. I'm, oh, my gosh. Because, oh, like, listeners I'm... at home... I've I've missed you so much, Taylor. I'm gonna learn so much this week. I'm so scared and excited. So much fun. No, and I told her I was like, whenever I can be there, I want to be there, and uh, we're just gonna have fun. Yeah. And um, you know, it's it's gonna be great. I've loved it because like Leslie is such a fucking incredible comedian, and she's just one of the most ferocious, fearless, badass women I know. And so it's all, like working together with her is like always a dream. And it's a dream to watch. 
I saw it. She's remarkable. And but you two together, it's really just like I. That he said you saw me, and I couldn't stop smiling because it really is just a open mouth, jaw to the floor. Like you never know what's gonna happen in a great greatest way because it's just two living legends on stage at the same oh time. God. I keep hitting the mic because I'm so excited. <laughs> but it really, I am so nervous to step into Leslie's shoes. No. But just excited and like so just gonna take it. You're gonna be incredible. Yeah, you were I'm the only in. one that like, you know, we you know, it was so so much work getting ready for opening because yeah. it's such a tech heavy show. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we had like five days to tech that. Oh my God, there's like a bajillion cues in that. There's got to be. Talk about tears before bedtime. Whoa, yeah. Um. Anyway, so like then it was like, oh, right. Leslie's going to London. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, you know, yeah. like it, it just had to be you. You're perfect. It's so great. It's really exciting. I learned her song the other day and it's so fun. I get to live my drag queen fantasies. Yes, you I really, do. yeah. Like, and I'm just. Oh, I can't wait. Well, you know who designed the wigs? No. Bobby Pins. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah. Bobby Pins is like legendary. Listen, gay people and lovers of gay people <sighs> and drag queens. Um, Bobby Pins does like all the wigs for all the RuPaul girls, all the girls all over the place. He is Oof. one of the most talented people. And and there are a lot of wigs in Emoji Land. And the wigs are amazing. That was actually the one thing I was most impressed about. Actually, there are so many things that is that are really impressive in the show, but the costume and wig designs are so cool because to know that they drew inspiration from like little yellow circles, but then to see what you guys are wearing on stage, yeah, that's incredible to me. Like even nerd faces, oh white shirt God. isn't just a white shirt; it's like this weird plasticky, shiny fabric, and it's little details like that that I that just like get me going. Oh, me too. Yeah. It's it's literally my favorite costume I've ever worn. Yeah, oh my and gosh. I really wasn't, you know. And um, our designer Vanessa, um, ugh, I'm blanking on the last name. I'm sorry, Vanessa. You're the most talented, talented woman. Hire her. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, I like the sketches of Prince, but, like, he was so, like, hot and, like, Adam Lamberty, and I was like, well, Prince is sort of like a man-baby <laughs> creature thing that's just, like, I don't know, that just, like, insane, like, is that going to work? And then as soon as I put it on, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's the most perfect thing yeah. on the planet. I hate wearing makeup more than anybody <gasps> on earth. Uh -huh. And now I am actually really, really getting into it. Lucy, you're so beautiful. It takes me so fucking long. I, oh, I, I am probably putting on my makeup wrong, but I'll do a, like 8,000 um, like lip liners. <laughs> like I'll do like black, brown, red, pink, purple. And then I'll be like, Red lipstick, let it dry. <laughs> Pink lipstick, let it dry. Willem's, uh, Willem, um, our friend Willem, yeah. um, you'd recognize him from another episode that you already heard, um, has an incredible uh, makeup line called Coverboy. Yes. But they got um, a cease and desist notice from like CoverGirl or whatever. So oh. they are changing the name of Coverboy to now their makeup is going to be called Cease and Desist. <gasps> That's <laughs> so great. But they're sponsoring Emoji Land with like all their glitters. Girl, you're going to have so 
much Willem makeup. Oh my goodness. Oh my, you, we should get him to send you the eyelashes. They're huge and pink. Oh my gosh, and I'll wear them. Oh my God, and you look so good in pink. I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited to work with you again. And all of my friends are so excited. Like the press release came out today and people are, are gagged. They are so just head over heels for it. Um, And it's so cool. Not that I wasn't excited, but I didn't expect people to be so supportive and it's just really cool. Yeah. I'm really excited too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I hope people that liked head over heels come because I'm like, I think, you're gonna, I think you're really gonna dig this. No, I think so too. There are a lot of similarities. And I think another beautiful part about Emoji Land that it's very forward, it's very current, and it's respectful and celebratory of all beings and people. And, you know, I, I wanna say like genders and sexes, but they're emojis. So they don't even really identify on yeah, those terms. They, they like, don't use uh, pronouns during the show, like in yeah. a script, even though it's like prince, princess, like that's the emoji. What can right, you do? Exactly. But, um, in the script and score, they were like, we're not going to really use. And I love that. And it's not that you even notice it, but it, it, it's noticed in a, in a way that feels nice. Yeah. Well also like I've had non-binary friends come yeah. to the show and it, it does mean something. And it mm-hmm. also, like, I go to Mark Fisher Fitness here in New York. Yeah. I'm doing Snatched right now. Oof. Again. Oh, my gosh. You know what, though? It's giving me life. Good. Good. No, I just, that's hard. I that's... feel strong as fuck. I feel <gasps> sexy as fuck. And yes. I never feel those things. Oh, my God. Normally, I feel like, yeah, the stairs. Um, Oh but wait, oh God, what what was it? Go, oh, Mark Fisher Fitness. Mark Fisher Fitness. No pronouns, non binary. No pro- yes. There's always a name game at the beginning of class mm-hmm. where they're like, what's your name? Uh, who do you want to kiss today? Something like that. Right. And so I was like, hey, maybe there are people that are afraid to say, or maybe not afraid to say, I don't know, but aren't comfortable announcing their pronouns. Mm-hmm. And we're living in a new world where, you know, like I, I met, I knew someone a while back and I, it really angered me where they made some comment about like, oh, I just can't, like, I I just can't (laughs) with this. And I was like, like, I was like, listen, I don't necessarily understand it either. I don't understand what it's like to be trans. I don't understand what it's like to... Um, you know, be Mm non-binary. I also don't really understand how the world got here, but I know that it's here. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how air. Yeah. Like, why do we need air? Like, I get it. Cell phone signals, like how? Like, (laughs) it just is. Yeah. And I don't have to understand everything to have compassion, empathy, and to acknowledge that, yes, it's there. I don't have I'm not a scientist and also and it has nothing to do I don't really care yeah like you know but I was like at at the gym I think this should be a part of the name game and until they do it Mm. so like every class I've been like hi I'm Josh uh he him his and you know then I answer and I hope more people start doing that well I think even if if you want to help people who would like to share their pronouns, like even it, having it in your email, people are starting to put it in the yeah. in their email um, signatures. And I think that's an easy way um, to 
make that a normality for people who aren't used to that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, I've seen them on audition um, signups, which is nice. But yeah, I think it's just more normalizing it for the people who feel threatened by it just yeah. because it's new. You know, that's the thing. It's hard to understand something, and so they don't want to discount it, but then it's like it's here to stay whether you like it or not. You have been such an incredible advocate and ally to the LGBTQ plus um, mm. community. Mm. What what has been your experience with that? Or, like, have you, when you were growing up, were you around gay people? Like, I mean, I, uh, yes, I, because I've always grown up in theater. So it's always felt like my community, like they're the, they're the only people I know, it seems. Um, and they're the people who've always been there for me and helped me realize my strength and helped me realize my own identities and sexualities um, and have always celebrated every part of me because they celebrate every part of them, no matter how awful the world is. And I think... I just owe my whole life to the whole community and would never want. And I think the whole world should just open up because it's a beautiful place yeah. to be. Like, yeah. But also, like, you give that back. Mm. And that's something that's really special about you. Thank you. You are such a strong woman. But you are. Thanks. <laughs> it's weird to hear. No, but you are. But you're also so compassionate, so loving. You pay attention to people. You're not mean to people. <laughs> you're not fake with people. Mm. You are honest with people. But it comes from a heart. Yeah. Well, Pisces. Well, that explains it. I know. I was wondering, like, <laughs> why do I like to eat late and sleep with strangers? And then I was like, oh, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> uh, Alan just jumped out the window. No, <laughs> I love love. That was, that was the worst. Do it again. Alan just jumped out the window. <laughs> <laughs> You can't hear me because I'm way down at the bottom of the building. Uh, <laughs> um, that was guess, very nice, Josh. Thank you. Oh my god, I just I'm just so happy to to sit. Like I told you earlier, my my favorite part of like the last three months <laughs> was you came to the show a while ago. And, you know, you were just having the best time. And I loved watching you, like, through holes in the set, having fun. Yeah. But then after the show, like, we just saw each other, hugged each other, and then we sat down on the set and just had the most intimate, like, how is your life? How is your heart? Yeah. How is your family? Yeah. Like, how's your body? How's, yeah. how's your love? How's your childhood pet yeah how's your big toe how's your diet yes what toothpaste are you using yes. um did you scrape your tongue today would you like to see my body i would yeah well all those kind of things that you do when you catch up with yes. friends and it <laughs> on was, the stage it was like it was a week of chaos mm. and just to be able to have that breath with such a breath of fresh air. Me too. Me oh. too. And you know something that I'm really jealous of? You can take a nap 
anywhere on fucking earth. <laughs> you know what it is, though? I'm not a nap person, but I love white noise. And I also love spaces where I feel safe. So in rehearsals, I can fall asleep pretty much anywhere because I'm surrounded by people who I love and love me, and there's plenty of white noise. So when I'm not being used, my butt, like the subway, I'm just like out. I don't see you are on that because like I remember during Groundhog Day rehearsals like (laughs) if there was a bookshelf you you would be curled up on like the fourth shelf like purring like a fucking cat (laughs) just like you climbed up there Groundhog Day had a lot of nappable surfaces I mean there were a lot of booths and chairs you were just where's Taylor (laughs) Taylor sweetie Taylor, honey, we have to, we have to do day three again, okay, hon? Okay, let's go, sweetie. Yeah. Um, God, that was a wild. That experience. That was a wild experience. That was also like my first year in New York. What was that like? Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I always tell people like, I got super lucky. Um, you know, right place, right time. I I happened to book a Broadway show within the first couple of months of being here and I always tell people my first year in New York was my best year of my life and the worst year of my life yeah because I there were a lot of life lessons you know I dated a lot of the wrong people yeah. and followed in their footsteps and got a lot of bad habits um but then not the other and because also I happened to get a Broadway show so I had the most money I'd ever had in my life as a yeah, young adult. Yeah, how do you manage that? How do you, you don't, you spend it, you know, on your life and food and drinks and. Um, like now I can afford an armchair. Yeah, like, you know, I, I can buy a bed or I, or I can, I don't know, I just. And so I learned a lot. Um, and, but also so grateful that Groundhog Day was the first show because it was so difficult but we were all a bunch of weirdos in that show who came together to make this one of a kind family. Yeah. That not all Broadway shows are like that. Like uh, having been in a couple, but also asking around, like that was to have you guys was so special and is really what kept me going and surviving. Um, and also to know what it's like to be in a not successful Broadway show and to learn like the business of Broadway. You know, it's yeah. such a dream coming here, but when you actually see the ups and downs when you're in the city, like you just learn so much and that it is fleeting and that like not every project is going to be your biggest and best and definitely not your final. So it's, I've learned that a lot this year where I love every project I do and I'm also willing to let it go because I have so much more work to be done in this life. And so then that makes not every show so important. Um, and that's helpful. Uh, yeah, and then I learned like how to do eight shows a week for a really long time in it's, Groundhog Day. It's hard running backwards on a twirling treadmill. Yeah, no, yeah. it's hard. Um, I fractured my foot in like three places, not oh huge, God. tiny oh fractures God, yeah. uh, during prom very early on, and they were like, "Well, you can be out for like however long it takes." And I tore my calf muscle and hair. And I was like, God, no, I'm not, I'm not doing right. medical leave. And they're like, okay, you're going to have to miss like one to two shows a week. And it just felt like, like a failure. Right. When you're sitting up. I know. And then one time, um, one of my friends in the show and he was totally joking, but he was like, Oh, look who decided to come to work. And I was like, 
Never make that joke again. (laughs) Never make that joke again. Or uh, you'll die. You'll die. I will burn this whole building down. (laughs) And then like my face explodes and a pterodactyl flies out and like eats a baby. Unexpectedly, they just never saw him again. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 No, I'm definitely that person too. Is that and I am I would say I'm like cursed with a good immune system for the most part. So like I'm usually the one who's like, everyone else is sick. Every, everyone else is sick. And everyone's going to call out. Can I get maybe one show? No, I'll just be here for, okay, no, I'm going to power through then. Here we See, go. See, that's where I also get fucked. When I get a cold, because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody goes to work when you have a cold. It's just, that's life. I get it. Yeah. But when I get a cold, it knocks me the fuck out. Mm, mm-hmm. It whoops my ass like a five-year-old in Kmart oh in 1982. God. my I feel like my cold has, like, we've made an agreement. Because I get, like, the same cold twice a year. But it's like, I'm not going to sit on your cords. I'm going to let you sing. Oh, you're so I'm going to let you sing. Oh, God. But we're going to have some a lot of mucus, and you're going to have to work through this. You're going to feel bad, but I'm going to let you sing. And I, I don't know. I swear I feel like I've willed it into this, like, just. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can work your immune system through, but, like. I can't. I don't know. I can't. Um, no, everybody was really sick at Emoji Land. Yeah. And our swings weren't there yet. And <gasps> I literally went up to the producers, and I was like, hey, I love you guys. Um, so, you know, everybody's really, really, really sick. Um, we need Lysol in the dressing room. Yeah. And if I get really, really, really sick, I'm not like these people. Like, it it kills me. It's like it's like God reminding me that I got a hair transplant on Yom Kippur. <laughs> He's like, remember fucking that day? Remember that bitch? The Day of Atonement bitch? Plastic surgery bitch? Have a cold. Have a cold. Have a cold and call out. Yeah. Bitch. Oh. That's what God says to me. Wow. Yeah, it's but true. It's crazy. Um, but who's got hair now, God? But who's got hair now? Got give out. Who's got hair? 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 Got 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 got. It's my style. It's my wild. Everything's like a crocodile. Do the crocodile. Do the crocodile. Plugs in your butts. Plugs in your butts. Plugs in your butts. Oh my God! I have a great story that will wrap up the show. Um, speaking of plugs and butts, okay, guys. If you're sensitive to plugs and butts, fast forward a second and to go to the fan call part because yes. there's going to be a fan Mom call. Mom and Dad, that's you. <laughs> um, but there's a song in Emoji Land called Zeros and Ones that Nerdface sings. It's one of my favorite songs on the show. And he's singing to Smize about, you know, how everything is connected, you know, by zeros and ones. Mm-hmm. And he's like... Um, Zeros and ones, zeros and ones. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. Everything is possible with zeros and ones, zeros and ones. Um, but Max Crum and everybody in the show, Dwell and David, one of my favorite people, um, uh, Jacob and uh, Jordan were all in the dressing rooms going like, Every hole is possible, every width is possible, every dick is possible with poppers and plugs, poppers and plugs. <laughs> and then um, we, uh, <laughs> and then Jacob, I think, walked in at the wrong time and the song goes on. He goes, for example, and it, we just went like, for example, 
Jacob Dickey is a filthy foggy bottom. <laughs> Poppers and plugs. <laughs> and then, like, it would go on for the one, 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 one bit and uh-huh. be like, you know, he's taking one, 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 zero, 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 one. <laughs> Poppers and the plugs. Poppers and plugs. Okay, anyway, um, if, uh, oh, yep, Alan jumped out the window again. Uh. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back to Josh Swallows Broadway. Now, Taylor, this is the part of our show where a fan has written in a question and we answer them. Alan! Yes, sir. Everybody, that is my beautiful producer slash best friend, Alan. How you doing? Hi, quiet fuckface. Um, who is calling us today? Today we have a call. Actually, we are going to call Michael, who is an older gentleman who has Ooh. a question about uh, breaking into the business at a later phase in life. Fuck yeah. Cool. Let's talk to Michael. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Isn't this lovely? I just got this at Michael's. It's Isn't that beautiful. gorgeous? I love Michael's. It lights up. Anything that's shiny, I get attracted to. That's like you. amazing. That's that's Aww. amazing. It's so it's so nice to meet you. You are absolutely, utterly, and totally and magnificently fabulous. Oh my fucking god. I love you. No, I that, hope that, you're that, really first rich. Of all, the sweaters fabulous. The glasses, everything about you is fabulous. Thanks. And I just have to say your spirit is absolutely gorgeous. We need more lights like you on this planet. So the light you share, just keep shining, 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 because you're a beacon. You are literally a beacon. Michael, you're making me fucking cry. I love you. Thank you. That means well, a lot to well, me. Well, right, because we love you, and well, you mean thanks. a lot to the darkness in this world is big right now. Yeah, it's awful. So the light bigger. So your, it's not even brand, your essence is really quite, quite lovely. So just know that that's why all of us love you, is because we see your essence. Yeah. Thank you so much. That means a lot. And uh, speaking of well, like our, lights in this artist, yeah. Well, thank you. But uh, and speaking of lights in this world, you're clearly one, and so is my dear friend Taylor Armand Jones. Hello, Iman. Um, she starred in uh, Groundhog okay. Day and Head Over okay. Heels with. You're gonna die. So a friend of mine, she's in the closet, not anymore. We went to go see Head Over Heels, and she's like, "Oh my God, it's about lesbians." Yeah. And we just about fell off our chair. So you had a coming out for a lovely lesbian, just so you know. Yay! I love that. Oh, that's what that show is totally for. So that's so great to hear. You were so good in that. I can't oh, yeah. wait to be your Bonnie Milligan. Oh, my God, yeah. yes. Anyway, so what's that, going that's... on, my friend? I hear, um, well, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, well, so very quickly, because I know you're going to go into a big thing. Sure. So I... I'm ridiculously honored to ask this of both of you because, you know, this is probably not going to be a question you get very often, but for a number of years, I did a lot of theater, a lot of film, a lot of television, a lot of performing, and then I didn't think I was good enough or I had what it took. So I decided, throw it in, it's never going to happen. So I went and I became an office worker for years in Manhattan. I did it all. I was literally the secretary in Mad Men. Mm-hmm. And so I became an assistant and I was really good. And I became an assistant for a lot of very famous people. And so I'm watching them going, aren't I supposed to be doing what you're doing? But I don't have what it takes. I'm not good enough. I'm too old, blah, blah, all that crap, right? Well, about five years ago, I was like, really? 
if if life is about on that tombstone, I always say when you're born and when you're going to die. Is that gap going to be me saying at least I could make good coffee for an executive mm. or is that gap saying I did the best I could to make the greatest legacy I could? Yeah. So my question to you beautiful people who live in the world that we exist within, here is a guy at 55 who was going out there big and broad and I know who I am unapologetically. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have? Because there are legions of us that are now coming back in middle age and our pool is very tiny, which is kind of nice, right? And no one knows yet, but what would you say for us in terms of entering into the world, not as hobbyists, but as professionals in the industry with which we've been called, but for a long time felt we just weren't up to the task? God, I fucking love that question. Yeah. Like, (laughs) oh my God, I fucking love you. First of all, fuck yes. Follow your fucking (laughs) dreams. Joseph Campbell. Come on. You know what? Like our parents will always fuck us up one way or another, but my dad always said, follow your bliss, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a yeah. Joseph Campbell uh, quote. And you, you have to follow your bliss. Nobody will, will follow it for you. Taylor, what do you think about this? Yeah. I would say if you want to be considered a professional, then treat yourself and act like a professional. Make sure you're taking it, taking it as seriously as you want them to take you as seriously. You know, I think as a, a black girl, I'm often in rooms where other people are afraid to show up. And that's the other thing I would say is show up. You know, put yourself in their face so that they know you exist. Your stories are important and so is your perspective. And they may not see that if you're not there. But if you show them that, then that at least is a step in the right direction, both for you and for them. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I really think that, you know, and I say this all the time the more that you are yourself because mm-hmm. you are fabulous. You have this incredible energy, this really great look, <laughs> in, you know, so super cute charactery too. Mm-hmm. you know, like you have a quirk about you that you are needed. Mm-hmm. So just trust that never try to be what you think they want because mm-hmm. that's always the thing. I, I worry what the hell I think about how do they think about me and that that can I swear on here? Yeah, look look at me. I'm me up. That shit fucks me up because I'm thinking, what do they think of me? Because often I'm the either the oldest guy in the room or if I'm cast in these roles that everyone else looks like me. But I think, what are they thinking about me? And the minute I start to go there, I start to lose my balance and I get to drop into the character. I end up trying to perform and be what they want me to be it it does a weird thing to me emotionally and i forget who i am does that Mm -hmm. make sense well that's the thing your only job is to give them the best option of you because what they think like you know what they think is we have to put together a puzzle Mm -hmm. and you know who knows what anybody is thinking at any time it that has nothing to do with us and that's so out of our fucking control yeah. That that is not our success. That cannot be our success. Yeah, I like to ask myself before I go into auditions, am I capable? Do I know that I can do this? And if my answer is yes, then no matter what happens post the audition, that doesn't take away from my worth or my future successes. If they wanted someone else, that's not my fault. 
I, as long as I did my job and did my best in the room. So if I know like, yeah, I would be great in this show and I'd be great in that part. Even when I mm -hmm. leave and if I didn't get it, I still would have been great in that part. I just didn't get it this time around. And someone else will see that in the future. Um, and I always like to remember that the no's don't pile up. They're just passing doors. So just because you get three no's in a row doesn't mean you are worth ha. three no's in a row. It's just you weren't meant to go down those paths. Yeah. When you know? one door closes, another opens. Mm -hmm. It's just hell in the hallway. And as long as you remember your worth, whether you're inside or outside the audition room, then they have no power over your worth, period. And yeah, yeah. regarding... Worth is, too. <laughs> regarding coming into the industry um, older, not old, but older... There are so many fucking brilliant, wonderful actors that are nailing it, that are doing it now. Mm -hmm. In example, um, The Prom, mm -hmm. Courtney Collins. Um, she played right, Mrs. Green right. and she was brilliant. It was she her was Broadway brilliant. debut. Yep. She went to school at Juilliard. She was roommates with Laura, Laura Linney. Laura really? Dern, yeah, not Dern, Linny. I always mix them up. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and then she was like, you know what? I want to go have a family. And she moved to Atlanta and had a family. And then next thing you know, she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be on Broadway. <laughs> my dear friend Astrid, who plays Beulah in Come From Away. Yes. Her Broadway debut, one of the best actors on the planet Earth, which also goes to show that... It doesn't have to be Broadway. It doesn't have to be a Marvel movie. This is about you. This is about your happiness. Mm -hmm. And the well, that well, that well, that was actually because I just booked an HBO series that's coming shut out. Your face. Oh, <laughs> shut your face! Shut your face! Why are you asking oh. me for advice? Yeah. You booked a series. <laughs> Fuck you. Because oh. because to be honest with you, the joy and the. Um, the life which flows through you, the thing that's asking to be expressed through both of you that I've seen, it brings me to tears. It's staggering to me because you've lived in that essence of the other thing, the thing that we all look for as an artist that is not you. It's something working through you. And mm -hmm. I've witnessed it. And so I'm in honor and awe of that when I see that in someone. And it makes me realize that's why I'm alive. Oh my yeah, because someone's going to see that in you. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, you but, know, like, it's, it's not about, uh, for me, like... I don't need to be doing like a little house on the prairie on, you know, at <laughs> Tuacon or something. Like, I just need to be around show people. Yeah, like, yeah. we are a community unlike any others. We are monsters yeah. and we are hilarious. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're professional emoters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, we love each other. We take care of each other. Yeah. Even when yeah. I see my, my fellow porkies at auditions, like, they're not my competition. They're, they're my community. Yeah. I'm like, hey, kids. Yeah. 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 And I they love the totality of you because you love the totality of you. That's what I like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's at the end of the day, we're not fighting ISIS. We're not saving a baby in a well. We're not like rescuing kittens right. from That's drowning. Right. We take are, it so seriously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we are performing and it's silly. And honestly, like, not to get too deep, but um, you know, a dear friend of mine from hair, um, his husband, I did hair with him for like three years, and his husband uh had cancer last year and it went away. And then it came back four weeks ago. And he passed over the weekend. Like, it just wiped him the fuck out. 
Oh. And um, I'm not exactly sure how old he is, but he's somewhere like between our ages, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. um, it just goes to show life is so fucking short. Mm-hmm. There are no rules. No. Show business is the fucking same. There are no rules. Mm-hmm. You can be the most talented person in the world. A lot of it is being in just the right time. Yeah. And stars and, lining. And I'm hoping this is the right time. It's just, it's just you know, the, the brain that comes in now and then says, you're being ridiculous at this age to do this. But the heart says, um, you know, it's where you belong. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not apologizing for who I am anymore. But again, I'm just going to give a perspective here because I'm sure you've got to get onto your actual talk. But I hope you both can hear this. Um, it's difficult because you're in it. But know that we on the outside, you change lives and the work you do. And that all of us that have been at the end of that energy, to feel that energy coming, when people leave, they get on the train and go home. And I can guarantee you when people have seen you both, they lay in bed at night and they question the reason for why they're alive and they find a better reason. And I can guarantee you that's what happens because of the work you both are doing. So I just want to make sure you both know that. Take that in, that the love that's coming to you is because of the love you give. If you are ever anywhere near New York, you are coming to the studio. Alan's a good uh, friend, so yes. (laughs) What the fuck? You don't tell me anything. I had to have the element of surprise. Alan, you're so dead to me. I'm sitting shiver. Okay. Well, listen, we're going to meet then. We're going to meet. Alan, you're going to get it when your father gets home. You are going to get it. Um... But uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for fucking chatting with us. Yeah. And you are so inspiring, and you just like made the world turn for us. Yeah, we thought the lights were the special thing, but you were the light the whole time. Yeah, and you don't come from no Michael's. Michael's Michael. Light. Oh my God, That's Michael's right. from Michael. I got it from. I know it was at a discount, and the woman that helped me, her name was Michael. <gasps> oh my God, oh my Michael, gosh. Michael, Michael. We need to write a nymph show about this. Oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. Rest in peace. Oh my nymph. God, I, it's and it's like I, a, it's I, I, in real I, I, time. Oh, very contemporary. This is my Michael Light. And yeah, it's this set is my in Michael's. Michael's store. And this is my Michael's. <laughs> it's a memory. It's a memory music. And it is a servant. Oh. Okay. It, yeah, well, but Michael, they do. The name is uh, godlike, apparently, but I don't know how godlike I've been in my life. But I'm trying to make up for some <laughs> I don't know. Stuff. Listen, all the shit that goes on in the world, maybe I'm going to yeah. get a lot of hate mail for saying this. I don't know how godlike God is, you know? Oh, look, you At guys, the God light is shining in both of you for the world to Thank see. And you. I think you both know that. And Thanks. we are the lucky recipients of it. So please Thanks. keep doing what you're doing because you do not know the people whose lives you're changing because I guarantee you are. Oh, you just Michael. don't know. Thanks, Thank love. You. Well, thanks Thank for calling. Yeah, and changed uh, our life today. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. Much yeah, love, have, okay? Have a lovely evening, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh my! I could have had it. I could have talked to him all yeah, night. That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah, and like HBO series, what? And it, yeah, what? Like, did he audition to come on here? Like, Alan, was he scripted? He sent in a self tape. Oh my god, he sent in a fucking self tape. No Broadway self tape. It was also for the Roxy Hard auditions, but yeah, <laughs> he figured they could work for that's, both. That's the Roxy that I want. Oh my god, yes, you've been amazing. <laughs> P.S. Did they ever fucking cast Roxy? 
yes. I know it, there was it like a It better be three. the black did, woman I did, I did, I know, because I, know. I was obsessed with her. <laughs> I was like, okay, you can teach her some things. She she could be oh. like smooth. She needs a director. I wanted to see Erica Jane, who's on there now. Who's Erica Jane? She's from Real Housewives. Of which one? Beverly. Oh. I want to say I know I I used to watch them then it would give me anxiety because I was like oh god it's just everybody's just fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and I then know. I was like uh and then I, they go on vacation and they turn look she's like basically Taylor, a drag queen for coming. oh okay. thank you so much That's for good. having me where can we find you on Instagram at Taylor Amon Jones and Twitter at Taylor Amon Jones and that's I-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tyler, I'm in Jones. Taylor Iman Iman. Why do... Oh, have I always Everybody, said it wrong? Yeah, you said it wrong the whole podcast. You called her Tyler. Suck. Yeah. You called her Tyler. I didn't call her Tyler. <laughs> you did. I called you Tyler? Yeah. What is in my coffee? Okay, in poppers. my defense, I'm poppers and pugs. <laughs> I had a really, really early morning... And I didn't get much sleep last night. No, I liked it. And you, then I, you can call me Tyler. I called you Tyler. Tyler. I was I, you know, it was Tyler Amon Jones. And I was like, that will cool. That no. Oh, my Taylor God. Taylor Iman Jones. Taylor Iman I'm becoming Jones. very forgetful. And so I, I did a, oh, this sounds douchey. I did a film this year. <laughs> I did my first, like, big major motion picture. Well, congratulations. Thanks. That's so exciting. Um, but it's about a, a man with, like, early dementia, mm. early like Alzheimer's, like that kind of thing. And now I'm like, oh my God, I have early dementia. Oh. I'm dying. No. I'll be like, can I have a Diet Pepsi? But I really wanted a seltzer. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. What? The Pepsi problems lines. you have to go through in life. Alan, no one's talking to you. <laughs> the worst. Okay. okay it's a really good story though. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe the Diet Pepsi. Oh, I'm, I'm an... Idiot. Tell it again. <laughs> Tell what again? The Diet Pepsi story. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who are you? No, this it's is me, terrible. Pop, pop, no, okay, sorry. Poppers <laughs> and plugs, poppers and plugs. Just when you thought I couldn't cross the fucking line, I sing a song about poppers and plugs. And then, okay, anyway, we're going to cut that. All right. <laughs> Alan's like, nope, we're not. You're going to go down. No one's going to hire you again. This is proof. Um, okay, I love you so love much. You. Come okay. see us in Emoji Land. Gonna. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Josh Swallows Broadway is brought to you by the Broadway Podcast Network and produced by Alan Seals and Dory Berenstein. Photography for the show is done by Michael Kushner. Make sure to find him in New York. He is my favorite photographer in the city. Theme song is by myself and Anthony Norman. Want to be on the show? We would love to have you. Email me at josh at joshswallows.com. Thanks a lot. See you soon. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.